sometimes you can be so in a negative rut that you don't really even recognize that you're not yourself right Mm -hmm. now. So I did recognize it. And then I was just super, if I can recognize it, I can treat it. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, well, my mindset in that moment was be intentional. Like, don't let yourself go backwards. Like you've worked way too hard to get what you, where you are right now. Don't let yourself like blow this. So I decided to be super intentional. I wrote out how I felt and then I wrote out all the things that make me feel amazing because when you're in a rut, you forget what makes you feel good. Mm, That's a hack. Mm -hmm. You forget what makes you feel good. So I wrote in my journal a list of all the things that make me feel amazing. And every couple of days I was intentional when I couldn't think and see clearly, I could see it on that list. So I went to that list and if it was like, get my hair done, like, oh, let's get my hair done. If it was get a massage, if it was meditate, journal, what, go for a walk. I just wrote down those things that made me feel good. And that's like intentionally fighting back rather than just letting the funk take you down. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. Mm-mm. What? It was on me. Start over one more time. I'm not starting over. You guys go. are here, man. You got to learn uh, business today. Business, but we started out with uh, shouts out to uh, Cynthia. She made the call to um, a podcast regular, Brittany, about uh, getting this done for it. And the quality is so amazing. And uh, I'm really, really excited about it. I want to touch it and like tap it just so yeah. you guys can see the quality of it. However, we have it kind of propped up in a special way and I don't want it to fall. Yeah, um, no, but this, this is dope. so awesome. If you can't see it, which you should. One this million is downloads. One million downloads and 300 episodes. And what's so interesting about this is when we hit the 300 episodes, David and I sat on a podcast and said, like babies, like children, nobody celebrated us. None of our friends <laughs> said anything. I think it might have turned into a lesson. Like, you got to celebrate yourself. <laughs> you got to celebrate but, uh, yourself. And then Cynthia was behind the scenes working with Brittany on... Yeah acknowledging that accomplishment so that's really really dope yeah man mm-hmm. i mean I'm, I'm excited yo you know what uh yo shout out to cynthia there's one thing that i failed to do i was in the in the moment uh at the social proof alumni affair and she brought it to my attention she was like hey man you didn't thank your team <gasps> i was so i only had the moment to, uh like in the the uh kind of like the, the the moment of the nonprofit yeah, and all yeah, that kind of yeah, stuff yeah and I did not thank the team. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't. It wasn't until Dre and Ernestine mentioned Dre that I thought, oh, man, I didn't thank Dre because she's been really, really helpful in her patience and, you know, just uh, her allowing David to be out doing mm-hmm. what he did. When Ernestine said it, I was so glad because I forgot that. But you know what that means? This is the reason that when people speak and have these acknowledgements for the Grammys and Oscars. They have cue cards. Cue cards, for sure. <laughs> you write it when you're not emotional yeah. so that you don't forget anybody. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I want to thank publicly uh, the whole squad, anyone that like touches the Social Proof Podcast, anybody that's in here. Shouts out to Reese. He's in here with me every single day. All day. If I, If you see a piece of content that was created on YouTube, reshot it mm-hmm. in like really late nights, early mornings. Reese is the man. Reese is in here. Reese is the man. What's up, Reese? 
What up, though? Man, you doing all right? How's your mental health? <laughs> stop, stop, stop taking oh, my Reese, questions. Reese, Reese That's has, my question, though. Reese I need to actually got from somebody else. How's, how's, how's your mental health? I'm battling, but yeah. I always get through it. Okay. Shall we elaborate? Or? Do you want to talk about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> off mic. <laughs> he said off mic. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. We will talk about it, but next. Just not on camera. Oh, it we'll has. talk about it on camera for sure. It but, has nothing to do with what we were talking about. It's something else. Huh? It has nothing to do with what we were talking about yesterday. It's oh, I don't know what it is, but we're going to talk about it for sure. Only here's here's the thing, right? I talk about the things that I struggle with because I know it helps somebody else. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll give Reese a little time to prepare <clears throat> how you want to frame it. But we got to talk about it, especially like people go through all kind of stuff. And we mm -hmm. go through a lot of stuff like Donnie went through a depression last year and still came to the podcast and performed and was still working with her clients. Um, it was this I've, year. Th it was this year, earlier mm -hmm. this year. Yeah, I'm actually still in a bit of a funk. Mm -hmm. Like right now mm -hmm. i bet you got a bunch of emotions right now oh, yeah man. yeah 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 it's funky funky i'm funky your mental health smells yeah <laughs> so Dottie actually funky. asked me yesterday i was like i mean <laughs> we still <cool>. here <laughs> we're still here but it's not i mean i wish i could be the motivational speaker that says, yo, you just got to get through it and da-da-da. Yes, you do got to get through what you're getting through, but it's easier said than done, and it's easier telling somebody how you just got to push through mm -hmm. than it is actually pushing through it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's always easy to say that after the fact. Oh, for right? sure. You gotta, and then you can identify kind of the things that you did to push through. I've just learned to be intentional about forward movement yeah. because you can sit in a funk for so long. Even, you know, I was, I was going through what I went through for like six months. Mm. And like, you know, I've said in previous episodes, there was no reason for it. It should have been like the happiest time of my life. Um, it was about four months and I couldn't identify why I was feeling the way that I was feeling. But what I was grateful for was that I recognized that I was different. I recognized that I wasn't myself. Sometimes you can be so in a negative rut that you don't really even recognize that you're not yourself right mm -hmm. now. So I did recognize it. And then I was just super, if I can recognize it, I can treat it. Yeah. Right. And so Sometime. I'm like, yeah, well, my mindset in that moment was, be intentional, like don't let yourself go backwards. Like you've worked way too hard to get what you where you are right now. Don't let yourself like blow this. So I decided to be super intentional. I wrote out how I felt and then I wrote out all the things that make me feel amazing because when you're in a rut, you forget what makes you feel good. Mm, that's a hack. Mm hmm. You forget what I makes you feel good. So I wrote in my journal a list of all the things that make me feel amazing. And every couple of days I was intentional when I couldn't think and see clearly, I could see it on that list. So I went to that list. And if it was like, get my hair done, like, oh, let's get my hair done. If it was get a massage, if it was meditate, journal, what, go for a walk. I just wrote down those things that made me feel good. And that's like intentionally fighting back rather than just letting the funk take you down. Mm, that's good. Remembering what makes you feel good mm -hmm. and just go do that stuff. And go do it. And, and, and it's hard to take it off the paper and actually do it. Right. Yeah. 
So you've got to have your mental toughness. You've got, even if your mental toughness isn't so tough, it comes, it's, it's more of a discipline practice. You just got to be really like, I don't feel like doing this, but I'm going to do it. I don't feel like going to the nail salon, but I'm going to go get my nails done. You know, there was one point during that where my nails grew out so long. Like I needed a fill in. Are those the same nails from Black Equity Club? Yeah. Don't they look amazing? I mean, you still got a bunch of nail under it. Yeah. These are my real nails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so my nails had grown out nice, so yeah. long one time and I was looking and looking and looking like I really need to get my nails done. But I was in such a rut that I didn't care what my nails looked like. I didn't care what my hair looked like. I just so what ended up happening was I hit something and cracked my nail and it started bleeding. So I had to go and get my nails done. And it took that after the experience, I actually felt good. Like, oh, my nails are pretty. It was something Mm -hmm. to celebrate in that moment. And when you're going through ruts, you're not looking for amazing days necessarily. You're looking for great moments. And those great moments are going to keep pushing you through. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like what what happens when you uh, accomplish all the stuff that you set out to accomplish and you still don't feel good about it. That's exactly what I was going through. Like the the time that you're having the most success you've ever had financially. Mm-hmm. Let's say you've, you know, you desire to be in a relationship and you're in a relationship, but it's something, it's something. I can't put my finger on it, but I just, I can't shake this thing. I, I, I'm just in a rut. It's like I'm walking through, it's like a haze almost. Like you're mm-hmm. just going through the day. Mm-hmm. And when it's time to perform, it's, you perform. It's mm-hmm. all good. When it's time to uh, go, you know, to to do your work, you do your work. But when it's all over, my wife said to me yesterday, actually, she said, um, I could tell you're stressed out because you haven't laughed in a few days. Aww. Haven't laughed in a few days. What was your response to that? Um. Hmm. That was my whole response. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going through like, so it's just like business transition stuff. It's like business transition, then baby coming. And it's a lot, it's a lot on me. And, uh, I've, I just not myself. And, and since my mom passed, I literally have not been the same. I am so glad that you just said that. Mm-hmm. I am so glad that you just said that because Dre and I talk behind your back. And we we know that we know that to be super true. And we've just been waiting for you to say that out loud. And Why ain't nobody asked me. <clears throat> I do it. Well, no, we have. I've asked you. But at some point, you I've asked David, are you OK? Are you dealing with your mom's loss? You didn't want to your response to it in those moments were so like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Like you didn't want to talk about it. So mm-hmm. it, it it's a hard thing for your friends and the people who love you like I know he's going through it and I know why he's going through it. Like I know with the baby coming tomorrow, what you must be feeling about your mom. Right. Um, But I don't want to ask you because before when I was asking you, it was like the response was like, yes, shut up, move on. You know what I mean? Mm. So when do we talk about it again? That's how I handle all my problems. Yes, I know. (laughs) Sweep it under the rug. So, you know, for we see it, but for us, it's like, as long as we stay close, you know, get them out of the house, do this, do that behind your back. We're figuring out things that we can do, yeah. but 
nobody mentioned the elephant in the room because you don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. But I know that's, I mean, I, I think I said that to Dre, actually. Uh, one time, like, it's just, I and I can't, it's not like I think about it and I get depressed. Yeah. It's not like I'm going through pictures and I feel away. It's just, it's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I've just, not, it, cha it, it, it changed me. And I don't know if what you to ever do come back. It. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I felt it when my dad passed, but not as much. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. Sure yeah. I mean, maybe also because your mom was actually around much longer. So Correct. she got she to with me. Yeah. She got to be a part of so many of your major moments as an adult. So I could see how that's different. But I'm so glad you said that. You saying that out loud on this podcast for me, like I can't wait to call Dre and tell her that you said this because to me that's a huge sign of growth. Is because that? you are a master ignorer. You'll just internalize everything and deal with nothing out loud. And so the people who love you, like me and Dre and all your family and friends, worry about you. Really? Mm-hmm. What are you worried I might do? Or what are you what I'm are not you worried, worried that you will do anything to yourself. Like, I've mm -hmm. never thought, like, David's going to jump. You know, nothing like that. But I have worried, like, e negative emotions and just sadness and grief, it eats you alive. Mm -hmm. Like, it's hard to deal with. And sometimes you, <clears throat> you want to know that, Somebody else has experienced it, you know, um, and because I have not experienced that, it's kind of like difficult. So when you're going through things, as I imagine, you want to talk to people who know, like, it's one thing for me to say, Dave, it's going to be OK. And you're over there like, yeah, but you don't know what this feels like. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth. So we've just been, you know, worried like you've been. Um, it's reflected in your attitude. Mm. For explain, sure. explain. You've been real short. <laughs> You've been real short. You've had a lot more down days. I don't know if you remember one day last year on an episode, I said, I've never seen David angry. Mm -hmm. 
I've seen you angry a lot lately. I don't know if you can call it angry. I've seen you bothered. Okay. Frustrated. But there was a time last year. I'm like, I've never seen David angry. I've never seen him like raise his voice. He's never super serious. You're always jolly and moving around Mm. and really light energy. You can tell that just something is different, but I believe that what you're going through, I don't feel like it's like abnormal. Like we got to do like check, knock on the room, knock on the door. (laughs) There's no, there's none of that. I just feel like you're going through the process of grief and you lost a major person. Like this isn't, Somebody who you knew from high school and you hadn't seen them in 20 years kind mm-hmm. of deal. You lost somebody close. We expect this. We just want you to know that we're here. Listen, if I was going to teach you how to make a million dollars, would you give me 10000 Like if I had a course teach you how to make a million dollars and you're po- positive, you're going to make a million dollars, would you give me 10000 Of course you would. It's no-brainer, right? So in a calendar year, we make seven figures with the podcast. But there's 21 things that I extracted from that that you're going to need to launch a podcast. But I only got time to give you three right now. One is you need a distribution platform. The distribution platform is what you upload your podcast to. That platform sends it to Spotify, Apple, Google Play, so that your supporters can actually listen to your podcast. You're also going to need a microphone. You need a really good microphone so it's crispy audio. And three, you need an income strategy. This is not necessarily a hobby, unless you're going to make it a hobby. But I can teach you how I made the seven figures with these 21 things. Now, the good news is you don't have to give me 10,000. My ebook is only 37 bucks. Okay. So listen, go to podcastebook.com and get the 21 things that you need. And I, I can explain it in detail, all the things that you need. Okay. Podcastebook.com. Let's get to the episode. Good. And you can talk to us. Oh, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Give me a round of applause <laughs> for having someone here. No, nah, but it's, it's rough. And I think, what I'm going through is no more or less than what anyone else is going through. I think life hits us all in a very unique way. Mm-hmm. And we've just got to do our very best to manage it. And everybody that you see and you think their life is amazing and, uh, and you know, that they don't go through what I'm going through or maybe not the exact same thing. Yeah. But we all go through some stuff that's hard to get off of our back. But uh, we got to find something in there to Mm -hmm. keep our sanity. And for, I think for me, one of the things that allows me to just kind of wake up, well, a couple things. One, the appreciation of my, my, my family now. And primarily, and I hate to put it this way, but uh, my baby, Mm -hmm. it's like, when I'm with her, like the whole world just gets quiet for a minute mm-hmm. and we're just in this moment and we can play and laugh and it's like the joy. And I'm like, I, th- this is what keeps me going. I, I was telling somebody, I think having a child before I had a child, I thought when you have a child, it makes you go hard as an entrepreneur. Oh, now I got to go provide and create this legacy. It doesn't. Not for me. It's like I'm going home. <laughs> I just spent a couple of days. Me and Reese were supposed to do some stuff, and I'm like, mm, Reese, I'm out. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to the crib, bro. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's you know that I kind of I'm able to lean into my loved ones and maybe lean away from work easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the joy of actually building something is very very exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to that's why I like we're we're kind of having a conversation with being able to invest in entrepreneurs because. If we can invest not just money, but time and guidance so we can see something grow. Did an episode with my brother, my my actual brother. 
And I've been talking to this guy for five, 10 years about being an entrepreneur. He's the best HVAC person I've ever met. So heating and air. Uh, anytime I have an issue in my house, he comes to fix it. Um, even sometimes he gets busy and I have to call somebody else and they can never fix it. And he got to come back and like clean up their work. He's just dope. And for five or 10 years, he's been talking like, yo, um, you know, I'm going to do this thing on my own. I'm going to go out and kind of be this entrepreneur and, you know, do my own thing. Cause he's always worked for a company. Um, but, uh, we've been going this for like five years. Right. So he comes on, I, he asked me, he called me one night and asked me a question. I'm like, yo, stop asking me questions right now. Come to the studio. We're going to record it because we need to have this conversation. Just so happened, Marcus Y. Roger was here and Donnie was here. And we got a chance to jump him with information. Tag team. Oh, man. And what? And what? What and you going to do? What's up? What's up? What and? <laughs> he, we, we got off the phone yesterday, actually. And... He actually went and he was, you know, he's been talking about this truck, getting a truck so he can kind of actually do work for like five years. And yesterday he's like, yo, I found one. I'm about to go get it tomorrow. Actually today. He finally got his website up, like with all his information, like he's ready as a new zeal for life. And I'm like, yo, this is amazing. This is amazing. To be able to see it and impact people. So, um, yeah, I've, I've, I didn't write it down. I need to write it down, but I found some things that, um, that not take my mind off of it, but that I can lean into mm-hmm. that make me feel really, really good. And mm-hmm. a lot of times that has nothing to do with me. So um, don't run away from it. My mom's, my grandmother, my maternal grandmother passed away three months before I was born. Mm. My mom was 23 years old and it was a sudden unexpected death. Uh, she did not smoke a cigarette a day in her life and was diagnosed with lung cancer and died shortly after her surgery. Right. And so, you know, she, she died uh, right after her surgery. My mom, as I remember her telling the story after the surgery was going home to like get stuff preparing for her to come home and she gets a call and like, you need to come back to the hospital now. So this was a very sudden, you know, death. I say that to say I am 43 years old. My grandmother passed 43 years ago and my mom is still not past it. You mm. get what I mean? It's never going to be. And she, she's moved on through life, but it's like, man, you didn't get to see my daughter, man. You didn't get to see this happen, man. You didn't get to see this happen. And there's things that are happening with my life. And now she looks at her relationship with my daughter being a grandma. And then that, you know, when my daughter was born, it kind of made her sad a little bit. She's happy my daughter is born, but she's sad that her mom didn't get to experience that with me. So there's different things that are always going to be reminders every single year at her birthday. It's like tread lightly every single year that commemorates the death of her passing tread lightly. And I try to do things, you know, and just this, just last week, was um my grandmother's birthday and it you know I and I feel guilty a lot because I forget this stuff I never met my grandma she was she passed and so I'm looking I, I made it intentional to um put her birthday on my calendar as a reminder like I do everything else and the alert comes up and I talked to my mom before I got alerted and she was just kind of you know talking you know she wasn't sad but she was she wasn't her normal self doing this and so I get off the phone with her and then I get the alert and I'm like, dang, oh. God. And I, I want to acknowledge it because 
when you lose someone close, what I do know, I've grieved someone close. And when you lose someone close, you don't want to. One of the hardest things to feel like is that you're the only person who remembers them. Like there's no more conversation about them. So I was really disappointed in myself that I forgot to start the call off with today's my grandmother's birthday. Like, you know, so I called her back and we do that. And me and Kenny are like, we're taking her to lunch. She doesn't want to go to lunch. I'm like, well, we're taking you to dinner. She's like, no, I just want to kind of sit in the house and do nothing. Right. And it's bothering me all 43 day. years ago, 43 years ago. She's like, no, I just, you know, I just want to sit in the house and do nothing. And I'm like, ma, come on. Like it until I was maybe I remember growing up like growing up and it was just don't mention my grandma because it made my mom so sad. So I don't even know a whole lot about her. Like we talk about her more and more now. She's really since my daughter has been born, she's kind of started talking about her. But growing up, it was like she'd tell me things when she was ready to tell me something. But don't ask her about it because she'd get really sad. And then I'm scared to like make her cry and, you know, things like that. So anyway, my family and she we talk a whole lot more about her now. And apparently I'm just like her, look just like her, um, act just like her. My gift of communication comes from her. Mm. I found that out like five years ago, you know. Um, anyway, so I say that to say it's something that is never going to the feeling, the pain. Like for her every year, it feels like it just happened. That doesn't get easier. It's just you go longer without the breakdowns. Like the time passes and you'll think like, wow, it's been two weeks and I haven't gotten overly emotional or, you know, things just kind of happen. Here's my question around that. And you said... Don't kind of run away from it. And I'm not suggesting that you should run away from it, but leaning into other things, is that a, uh, I mean, is it, is it, is it a good thing to continue to remind yourself about a scenario that happened that doesn't make you feel good? Yeah. Um, but I think that when it's like this, you don't remind yourself of, the death that happened, you remind yourself of the life they lived. Which makes you like more sad, Mm -hmm. kind of runs you deeper into a hole. For now, but you have to learn how to. Not even for now. I mean, for your mom, it's 43 years. She can talk about her now though, Mm -hmm. right? She's still like on on, uh, birthdays, anniversary of the death. It's a hard day. We ended Mm -hmm. up, she didn't want to go to lunch that day. And I had to put my foot down like, mom, we're going somewhere like I'm not I can't just let you. I'm like, you want us to come upstairs and watch movies? My mom has a condo in my building upstairs. I'm like, you want us to come upstairs and watch movies? No, I just I just want to, you know, just be by myself. So we ended up forcing her. My If I dangle a steak in my mama's face, <laughs> if I dangle a ribeye, a juicy bone and ribeye right. in my mom's face, she's going to make a move. So we ended up going out and we played this dinner game and she laughed for two hours. Wow. And whether she went back home and was in a funk or not for two hours, I know that she had some relief and that made us all feel better. Right. And she still talks about, oh, that game was so fun. That was a whole week ago. So I say, you know, I don't think that. I don't think that you should try to avoid it. And I don't think that you should dive into other things like Sarai has become your security blanket. Mm -hmm. Before your mom passed, you were like, oh, you want to hold her here? You want to hold her? And now it's like, where's my baby? I want to hold her. No, I got her. (laughs) You know what I mean? So she's become your security blanket and you got to be careful of that, too. I can't tell you. Nobody can tell you how to grieve. This grieving experience is going to be yours. But 
don't think that you can't think about your mom and think about her often. It's, it's not even been a year, right? right? So this is still very fresh. You'll be able to think about her right now. You'll think about her right now and get really sad. And then one day you're going to wake up and realize, man, I think about her now and I actually feel really good about it. You know what's crazy? This conversation actually makes me feel good. Yo, if it felt like like just maybe maybe 30 seconds ago, it felt like it was like a weight lifted. Cause I like, you know, you someone's talking and you're looking at them, but your mind is mm-hmm. somewhere, right? And I just kind of saw a picture of myself in a funk. And I'm like, man, I should be celebrating life of like people and the fact that I had my mom for a while. Like you're you didn't have your grandma at all. Your mm-hmm. entire life. I mean, I had my grandma for a while. I was Sarai grown got when she to passed, be, right? Sarai got to meet her. Yeah, be held I got by her. Pictures and got stuff pictures. Like, that. like I don't have any of that. And growing up, that was difficult for me. I used to cry. Mm-hmm. So maybe Psalm, maybe even Sarai, because she probably doesn't she she won't remember, right? Yeah. She'll have pictures and things, but I used to cry growing up. Like, I wish I had a grandma, you know, like because my my um I wasn't I didn't have a relationship with my biological father, but I did have a relationship with his father, my grandfather. But the woman that he was married to, though, I acknowledged her as my grandmother because that's all I knew. She wasn't my my paternal grandmother. Right. So I didn't have grandparents for real. And even with my paternal grandfather, I, I didn't see him until I was a teenager. Like I didn't meet him until I was a teenager. So I didn't grow up with grandparents. And that was I grieved my mom losing her mom. It was like, I wish I knew people like my friends would be at their grandparents for the summer. And, you know, I didn't, I never experienced that. So that's something that you can't ignore. You want to talk about. And then my mom wouldn't talk about her. You know, she would briefly say things. Don't do that because mm. it, it becomes a difficult wait for your children, too. And then they don't know how to talk and ask questions. And can we look at pictures and do all these things? Mm -hmm. So keep her very much alive in your conversation. But the grief, it just it doesn't go away. Yeah, it doesn't go away. It's a really good conversation. You have something? Sure. That's something. Yeah, I I lost a parent. And one one perspective that has really helped helped me I'm like how now David said that the conversation it made him feel happy. The thing that comforts me is like some of the dreams that I have without getting too deep, like help me to understand my father's happiness now, like right now, mm-hmm. comforts me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus what I knew of and what I was aware of that happened leading up to his departure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I've gotten revelation of his happiness now. Like he's happy now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's that's. I'm, I'm comforted by that. Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. How y'all handle? How do y'all handle this kind of stuff? And have y'all had to go through it? Yeah. You have. Yeah. How do you handle it? <clears throat> um, basically, like you said, just you know, keep on <laughs> staying busy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a good thing or you know, a bad yeah. thing because it's still there. Mm-hmm. But it's just. Okay. We can't zoom that out more. Zoom it all the way out. I lost about yep. four or five people in my family like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. It was all kind of back to back. So to me, it was just trying to get out of a rut or, you know, stay out of a rut. Yeah. So that's the whole thing is basically I just stay busy. All right, listen, every single week, every episode, you hear me talking about the morningmeetup.com. It's the community. Let me show you what's happening here. 
every single morning, Monday through Friday, there's 400 plus people on a Zoom call, right? We're learning, we're talking, we're growing together, and this is you. There's all these people here. It's all these people in the morning meetup. Hundreds of people reading books, growing. We get together quarterly. It's amazing. And for some reason, you just keep looking at, just go to themorningmeetup.com and get in the circle. And then you'll be like way happier. Just themorningmeetup.com. Let's get back to the episode. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that I think that works. Um that works for some people. I think it works for me, honestly. Um, because if I just sit there too long idle, mm-hmm. um, then it gets hard. It becomes harder for me to get up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the longer you sit there, the uh, longer it takes mm-hmm. to actually get up. And again, that's, I mean, that's the thing that like, I guess it's, I don't know if something worked for me or not. I don't know. But the, the way I've I've been living my life um, I would imagine that it's working because I can lean into something that I love. Yeah. Not necessarily like trying to get, you know, people out of my mind. Every now and again, I'll go through pictures of my mom and it's not that I cry, but it's like to remember, wow, let me operate in gratefulness. Thank God that I had all this time with my mom. Listen, your mom was on your heels until she could not be on your heels anymore. Oh man. Like, traveling with us, not clearly not feeling well. She loved you so much. She was so proud of you. And the one thing that I think is great about your experience is that you had the time, like you knew that it was coming so you could prepare. And she was able to prepare the people around you. Mm -hmm. She even told me in LA, she's like, thank you for being in my son's life. He's going to need. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations or multiple systems on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. I need you very soon. And I'm like, oh my God. Did she say that? She said, thank you for being in my son's life. He's going to need you very soon. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, take care of my son. Those are the words. I said, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So your mom had 
she was you you had her and we never want to lose our parents because I always say that whenever that day comes like just throw me off the cliff too because <laughs> me and my mom are close close like so close that we live in the same condo building I have lived in her space for my whole life just about um and I don't I don't understand your grief like I I, I understand it but I don't know that grief right nobody is going to be able to tell you what you should or shouldn't do. I can only give you my idea based on like what I've seen. You know, I lost a, I lost a boyfriend when I was in college, college age. And I know how that felt. The woman who lost one, lost one to the streets or lost one. Like he died in a car accident. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I lost, did did y'all have like a deep relationship? Yeah. 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 Like, we were the high school kind of sweethearts and we kind of separated for a little bit, but came back together. We had just gotten back together. Um, but we had like the plans with the neighborhood that we were going to build and all this stuff. And I'm still really close to his little brother who looks Mm. just like him. So for me today, I say it never goes away. Sometimes I can talk to him just fine. Like we communicate a lot on social media and then sometimes he'll post a picture and I got to log off of social media real fast. Mm. Like, because he looks just like him. Wow. Yeah. looks just like him. So it's scary, but I've obviously moved on with my life. Right. But you still have a moment that will remind you of the pain that you felt when that happened. Mm. So don't push that away and don't feel like anything is wrong. Your grief experience is your grief experience. Mm. Being able to have this conversation publicly like this, the whole world, our whole Mm. world is about to see it. To me, that's a major step. Like David is okay. He's grieving. I think uh, one of the, and maybe we can, add some value to some people. I think they have gotten some value. (laughs) I I think uh, one thing I always operate out of, and I think it may be a gift of mine to, to be rooted in gratefulness. Mm. So like even out, like even in business or, you know, something like that, if I lose something, my mind automatically moves to something that I have. So being grateful for every scenario and understanding that life is not fun. It's not like, it's not just a constant party. You know what I mean? Like life is just life. And it's the same way for everybody, no matter your social status, where you live, like there's, we go through some things, right? But there are people being, um, they're like mass executions in, where was it? Is it Iran or something like that? Mm-hmm. mass executions where these college students, they stood up for what they believed in. And now I think it's like 15,000 people going to be executed for protesting. I saw that. Yeah. I'm about to pull that up. Was that Iran? Cause I don't want us to seem it is Iran. Iran yeah. Okay. That's, that's wild. Can you imagine, can you imagine living yeah. that life? That is someone's, um, that is someone's, mother out there someone's father someone's son someone's daughter someone's brother imagine um a group of people that are going and this is where my mind was at like the 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 mother the son and the two daughters all go out there because they believe in something and the father stays home but now that father loses the whole family i couldn't even imagine now, not to not to diminish me losing my mother, but 
things could be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I'll take that over something happening to my whole family. Like imagine somebody who's they're at home and their family is in a tragic accident. Now you're all alone. Who do you lean into? Who do you give your love to? Who do you talk to? Like, I, I can't even imagine. And I think that for me is a gift from God, being able to have a positive mindset, mm-hmm. even in the darkest times. That's yeah. why, like, when we start talking about mindset, it's so important. So important. And environment. Also 100%. so important. When you said that, I immediately thought about um, Vanessa Bryant and the mm. day that she lost Come Kobe on, and her daughter, like, and Gianna, I'm, I could not imagine, like, you lit, you lose your husband and your baby yeah. in the same freak accident. And there was somebody else whose whole family just perished. Um, oh, gosh, the owner of uh, one of the co-founders of Gold's Gym mm-hmm. was on a plane him, his wife, and their children, and some other people with their families, the plane get crashes, and they all perish in this flight. Like, there's always levels. And I don't want to be insensitive by saying if you lose a friend, it's different than losing that. Like, everybody's grief is different. And you know that you don't have to be blood to be family. But it could always be, you know, it could have been sudden. Yeah. It could have been a sudden death. 100%. You you had time to prepare and you're never prepared, but you had time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, um, I'm part of one of the biggest families in my hometown from upstate New York, you know, and I've, I've lost a lot of people. I lost my brother in a car accident, lost my grandfather, a couple of my uncles, cousins. And one of the things that I've learned to do is to make the most out of my life while I still have it. That's one of the ways that I believe that I can be able to honor them. There's an African proverb that says it takes a village to raise a child. And that's part of the village that raised me. So I have a responsibility to take this baton and to finish the race, you know, or to, you know, run my lap or my part of the race until it's time for me to pass it on to somebody else. Absolutely. A hundred percent, man. I I think that would be a major lesson from this whole conversation. Mm -hmm. That even if you lose something, you still have something. You still have something. You still have something. You still have something. I was was going to say the other thing um, that I want you to think about is you were, when this happened, you were in a financial situation to make it the best of the rest of Mm -hmm. her days. Like you were in position to to really do that. And that's something, you know, you... You took care of your mom at the end. Like, that's a really powerful thing. You got to take care of your mom at the end. Some people still broke as a joke and just watching things happen to the people who they love and can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm, I'm even more grateful for is it wasn't just the end. Yes, and I it was, wasn't just the like, end. Like, we were able to do some really, really cool stuff and have really, really cool memories. And after that, believe it or not, We'll be, we'll be like out somewhere, right? Anywhere I'm with Dre and we'll be out somewhere. She'll be like, oh, no, no, let's take a picture. Let's take a picture. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, buddy, so let's, let's take a picture. Let's take a picture. I'm like, all right. I don't want to take no more pictures. Is this Dre or mom? Dre. <laughs> yeah. Dre. Oh my gosh. But as I'm going through all my pictures, I understand now. 
So anytime like we're in the middle of something and I all the food comes, I grab my fork and I'm about to dig and she said, Whoa, let's take a picture. <laughs> it used to frustrate me. But now I remember these are all assets. These are all like like things that I will that will be able to serve me later. Right? Taking the picture. She understands that this moment will not last forever. We won't always have this moment. I get it now. I get it now. Is that you? Oh, that's me for sure. <laughs> the joint says, when I'm starving, they tell me to wait. Let's take a picture. Yeah, look at that. Lady. Hold on. Y'all see that? I'm sure y'all see that meme somewhere. But um, um, yeah. absolutely. Take but, a picture. Now, the next challenge I'm going to encourage you to do is. I'm sorry, real quick. This one isn't yours, right? Where's no, yours? Mine's right here. Okay, cool. I'll play them games. Because <laughs> you could have had it after that. <laughs> the next thing I'm going to challenge you to do is print the pictures out. Mm. Start with the pictures of your where? in a photo album. I got a iCloud. <laughs> so here's something oh, that I'm coming to realize, right? Just like you, the pictures bring you some comfort. Yes. All right. So if something happens to you, mm-hmm. all of your memories are on your iCloud. The other thing is before the iCloud came, we had SD cards and, you know, other forms of large memory storage, popular options. When's the last time you looked at your pictures specifically on your SD card? Talking about your family vacations, your trips with your friends, all these things that you have saved on an SD card. And then I know like I have a few SD cards that no longer can work with today's technology. Like even the adapter can't adapt it. So print these photos out. You know what? I just, oh my gosh. Thank you. (laughs) I remember moments at, like you, I go to my grandma's house and on the like coffee table, what do we find? Photo a album. Photo album. Yeah. And I remember these moments like around the holidays yes. where we crack open the photo, the photo album. album and everybody's sitting around and my grandma got stories and my aunt and my uncle and my mom, they got these stories about what happened in this particular picture. Mm-hmm. We're going to print that out. Print it out. So this We're year for Christmas... I am going through just starting with what I have on my phone for my family because I got SD cards in storage. I got SD cards in storage that I have to figure out how to get these memories from. But I'm going to start right with the photos that I have with my in my phone. And I'm gifting each of my family households, like my close family, that I'm gifting them photo albums. And we're all going to have our family photo album, all the same pictures. And I'm going to give them all these photo albums because it's one thing to go through the... How do you do it? So you can print it off at like... Um, you can do it manually at like Walgreens and CVS. Like they still got Photoshop. There gotta be a service. There is a service where you can send, but you gotta give them, you gotta either upload all your stuff or you have to give them access. I mean, we can just hire somebody, a VA local or, or not even a VA. We can hire someone that says, Hey, go through all these photos. Cause I got a couple of photos that I don't want anybody going through (laughs) right there could be some sketch in the iCloud but um yeah no 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 I've been I've been saying it for like three years minimally I'm gonna print these photos off and gift it as photo app but as we're sitting here and we're having this conversation I'm like it has to happen this year because if anything happens 
This iCloud is my iCloud. The only person who has access to this is my daughter. She's the only person, right? Well, things happen and who knows if she will print it off. So after her, all these memories right here go away. Here's what we do. Okay, my entrepreneur brain is entrepreneur and y'all feel like we need to find a company that like almost tried to do that and they got the equipment and just like buy into That would be so lit. Imagine a place that you know of and maybe they have it, but like you can put together, like I have a folder, like I was putting together a folder of my mom in my phone, right? If I can send those pictures to a place and not only do they print them out, but they have like these little albums and they actually put the little joints together. That'd be yeah. a hell Now I don't know that anybody will actually put them in the album Our for you. Will. Our company. Okay. Social photos. Um, let me see. Let buy me it, buy it, buy it. Social, <laughs> socialphotos.com. <laughs> we don't have it yet, but anyway, no, but yeah. Um, and, and these photo albums, you will still go to somebody, a family reunion, and they bring in the photo albums out. And it's super dope, super cool. But your life deserves to be on pictures. Like, that's how we know so much about our history. That's how we know so much about our ancestors. It wasn't because their pictures were stored in the cloud. We got printed photos that we're able to see, touch, feel. And when you guys get them printed, get them printed on quality paper. Like mm. I recommend, you know, like Kodak's old paper, Fuji film paper, quality paper, not that cheap instant print stuff because you'll lose the quality of the image over time. Get it printed on, like invest some money in this. This is your life and it deserves to be documented and last like way beyond you. All right, what yeah, you got? So, uh, Shutterfly does it. They put it in a photo album too. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Shutterfly. What's good? Shout out to Shutterfly. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay. Uh, now nah, that's lit, man. Golly. Now you I, got something to be excited I'm about excited. working on, and it, it like really gives like meaning. You yeah. know what I mean? It, this is this feels like just having that that moment of I just remember sitting around with the kids and. uh like we're just all there, like just so astonished at how uh, bad quality these are for that moment. You know what mm -hmm, I mean? Like this picture's mm -hmm. old looking, yeah, right? Well, our pictures look old looking in twenty years. Yes, yes. But they're so HD right now. They're so lit right now, just like <laughs> right, right. Just like so they used think. to be. Yeah, but sure. you can also kind of guess. Like I know in my family, we do the same thing. And as small kids, you'd be like, here they go with these photo albums again. Mm. Don't nobody want to hear about these people I ain't never met in my life. Yeah, right? I used to love it though. Me too. I did. I Especially did. if you got one of those family members that's like always got a funny story oh, around. Something. My family always has funny stories and you would look up and it's literally the difference between having conversation or no conversation at all like after eating or whatever you'll find that y'all just spent three hours going through and you can in your mind you can see these people and you can see the scene but also there are sometimes because what my what my family has done very well is always date the photos on the back like Back in the day, we used to take pictures, get them printed like days later, and you can write your dates on the back. But some, also with the printed ones, you get a gauge. If you forget when something happened, you can look at the quality of the print and say, oh, that had to be in the 70s. Yeah. We yep. going to do that? We going to do it. When are you going to have a little business? We can figure that out. We, we can, can figure, figure that out. out. Just market it mm -hmm. with emotion. Mm -hmm. You see the commercial? We can right now just encourage all these beautiful people to do it yeah just do it okay, for right <laughs> just now. go do it I don't, uh, I don't i don't know if that's you know i don't know if that's the idea okay speaking yeah. of the ideas um well before we even move on to that how do you feel 
feel amazing. Do you? I feel a lot better right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those betters where you didn't know anything was wrong, but everything wasn't amazing. But now I feel amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm sad and I'm depressed. (laughs) (laughs) You know, something's on your mind and then, then you, maybe you have a conversation with somebody or something happens and you feel better, but it wasn't that something was going on. Mm -hmm. It was just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just out here. Mm -hmm. But actually I feel really, really good. You know what? And I want you guys to take away from this. One of the reasons why you feel so good is not that it's not even that you just got stuff off your chest. You did, but now you have an action step to follow up. Like you've got a project to work on. What's up podcaster or soon to be podcaster. Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know ATL baby, Atlanta, Georgia going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools. You don't have the tips. You don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so you secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th 
in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal and so when you guys find that you're having conversations and you're still feeling as bad like maybe attach an action to it Maybe attach an action to it, just like I did when I was going through my funk and I'd written out this list and I'd go and put an action to it. Now you have a major project to work on and it's going to take you a while. And the experience and the emotions that you're going to feel, the happiness, the laughing you're going to do now because you know why mm-hmm. you're working. You're not just looking at pictures. Yep. You know why you're looking at these pictures. Yep. Maybe this could be like a family event. Like me, Dre, we sit down. Corey, she got her own phone. We just start gathering all of these yes. pictures that we want in this. The photo album is going to be huge because, you know, we just got access to more pictures now. But yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And I want the, I want the, they probably, the one I was looking at, it's like kind of like high quality. I want the little sleeves. The sleeve, you slide yeah, the Yeah, I want in. the picture. <laughs> That's exactly what I want. And wherever okay. you keep your books, on your bookshelf, just pop your photo albums right on in there. For too. sure. Nah, I want the little coffee you want the table. coffee table joint? <laughs> Yo, we are, co- yes, coffee table. Do y'all have a coffee table? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. I'm we like, just wait, got do y'all a little, have a um, table? What's that the called? The Ottoman? Audemars? No. It is. <laughs> No, it's, it's not called that. That's a watch. Ottoman is a watch. It's a <laughs> you have watch. an ottoman. 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 Ottoman or ottoman. O t t o m a n. Ottoman. We have an ottoman. That's the little. That's the cushion couch thing that goes in front of the couch. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. I love that thing. Yes, the ottoman. Because he can just. We just. It's like just it's for like, like one big school. couch. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, where am I gonna put the coffee table? Well, you can get a side table. Side table. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sarai's gonna ruin it. <laughs> She's gonna get a hold of it. She's gonna get a hold of them sleeves. It's over. That room up front when you first walk in, make that like your. Sarai oh no, nah, that's that her playroom. Yeah, I'm like she'll ruin that now. too. Fireplace mantle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. How'd you know I have a fireplace? I love fireplace mantle. Fireplace mantle. I like that. Mm-hmm. You can also like I see people um, have like chests. Like storage chests that are mm-hmm. decorative. That means that they look great and they go with the interior design. It's not decorative. It's decor- decorative. It is decorative. Sorry, say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> okay, nah, go ahead. All right, so can we get to what you were going to talk about? Um. Yeah, so that leads me to, I forgot. A very insensitive transition. <laughs> so I'm it's glad. hard to talk about this I'm glad that you feel good hey you guys like especially with the season especially. especially with the season of the year that we're in right now I think this conversation was right on time because we're at that peak period where I think it's this in fact check me on this but I believe I saw I don't know this as a fact but I believe that I saw that this is the highest suicide time of year <gasps> really mm-hmm. because people get really really like they get so mm. sunken into grief with the holidays because of all these memories that you had and it just becomes really difficult I mean then also at the end of the year a lot of job layoffs and money changes and all yeah. that stuff so and people overspend over to make other people happy mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. So if you are if you are in a funk, you are in a rut, in a rut, um, 
don't try to necessarily solve the funk, I think. Try to figure out things that make you happy, things that bring you some joy, even if just for an hour, and just life. Like, just live your life. But you got these negative things. That's why prayer and meditation and just writing is so important Mm -hmm. because when you're, it's so easy. So many negative things happen to us automatically. Like you, you get up out of bed, you stump your toe. I know for me, I don't use an alarm clock, but on days where I absolutely have to, it's like an instant headache for me. I don't use an alarm because that, that startle, it gives me a headache. So things are going to happen that just happen right in a funk. You've got to be so happy. Isn't coincidence. Happy. Isn't like something that just happens. Happiness is intentional. You got to be really, really intentional about finding your happy and living in your happy and acknowledging your happy moments. That's why I'm so big on celebration. I'm so big on celebrating because the negative thoughts are harder to deal with. Anything that's harder to deal with stays on your mind the most. So let's go do that lunch. Let's go have that dinner. Let's go celebrate in this moment. So you don't feel like life sucks. Just maybe there are some moments that suck just a little bit. Yeah. So now do you want to transition to your greedy capitalistic conversation? <laughs> You're the person who was just trying to buy Shutterfly out. <laughs> I was. I was. You were just trying to infringe upon their trademark. This is what okay? makes me happy. Like, <laughs> this is what makes me happy. It's all, it's all yeah, 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 yeah. So um, in all seriousness, like I think that this conversation probably served a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. But there is something that we have pending. Um that we need to that we need to talk about. I think we have enough time to do it. Yes, sir. What you um, we have some money that we need to invest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have some money that we need to invest, and I created a post. Oh yeah, I want to go through your post. I didn't see it. I created a post. Oh, what? What happened? This um, woman that I've been following. Through her brain cancer journey just passed today. Oh, no. Yeah. First thing I saw when I logged in. Oh, uh, you've known her? No, I don't know her at all, but I, I was very connected to her story. Her and her husband just had like the coolest life. And I, fi- I found it so interesting because as I understand it, she's been battling brain cancer for like seven years. Wow. And they had only been married for like three like met and been married for like three and so she was going through that for four years mm-hmm. before. and I just oh. thought it was so cool that like love man you just can't yeah. deny it like some people would say no I can't this won't last long yeah. right but he married her and yeah. they had a beautiful life together and then she just suddenly um started to decline like very very rapidly wow. Yeah, anywho. We can't anywho. We're going to save it for the next conversation. Yeah, we can't go. Yeah, it's kind of. I think this is. Quite the, a heavy sorry, you guys. We had a heavy conversation, <laughs> but clearly, clearly there were some things that we needed to get off yes. of our chest. Yeah, I want to thank everybody here for allowing me to have this conversation. Like, I just feel like this conversation was for me and I'm going to go home with another zeal because I, I, I have been in kind of a, a funk. We've been, we've been having all kind of changes in in business and personal and all kind of stuff going on so i'm gonna go home and um enjoy my family yeah i'm gonna have a great rest of the day yeah this is awesome an amazing day and i can't wait now to get home so i've got all these albums in my phone Mm -hmm. 
but I'm going to create now an album. And it's so perfect because I just cleared out all the junk on my iCloud in my photo album of my iCloud. So I'm going to go now and create an album that's like to print. I'm going to name the album Mm. to print and I'm going to start moving pictures there. So when I'm ready to print them, I just do it all at one time. I'm going to go on Amazon and find me some photo albums, maybe even get a custom photo album made or something like that. Our group chat. Like with uh, me, you, Ernestine, like we need to, we need to put, just put it all in the group chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're all yeah. going to do it together. We're all going to do have, it together. Maybe we get together. Maybe we like get together. Yes, 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 yes. And yeah. make it really, really nice and, and just do it. That'll be fun. And just sit there going through your pictures and mm-hmm. like moving them over to an album and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have a little Moving the, and, and then this time next year, you'll be sharing your albums mm-hmm. with your family instead of being like, here, pass my phone over there. Can you see? Yeah. Uh, we, we flipping through the phone. We flip, we flip we take, pages. We, we flip pages around here. Pictures back to the and sleeves and stuff. Anybody got anything to share before we wrap up? Has this episode helped you guys at all? Like anybody? Help me for sure. Didn't help you. No. Help me. Anybody yeah. got any, anything to share before we wrap up? No? Okay, y'all good? Any right, realization cool. you had being in this conversation? You want to say something, girl. She keep like. Uh, <laughs> I felt like she was about to cry a little bit earlier. Oh, like she got, the emotion like, was there. Yes, because um, I've lost a few family members within the last few years. And um, my family's always pushing me to take pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, another picture? like, Because yeah. to me, looking back on it makes me sad. Because I'm like, oh, um, you know, I just miss them. Yeah. But looking back on their life, I think like you guys mentioned, and really just taking the time to be grateful for the life that they had with yeah. me is a one. So good, I appreciate good. this conversation. Perspective. I love it. I for love sure. It. All right. Um, you wanna start selling some stuff now? Go ahead, close <laughs> out with a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> You guys can find out how to work with me or Dave um, in the comments below, in the details below this post. I can't. I want to shout out anybody who feels like they're going through stuff. Yes. And who thinks that everybody else has it made. You have the perfect life. Like you're so lucky and all these things. We're all lucky. We're all blessed. We're all going through stuff. We are all living this human experience together. All figuring it out, right? We're just all figuring it out. And I just want to encourage you to to keep pushing, keep fighting, and keep keep focused, stay focused on things that improve your mental health. Get the right people around you. Get the wrong people from around you. Get the wrong <coughs> the wrong people are the people who don't even recognize that there's a problem. The wrong people are the people who tell you, oh, just get over it. The wrong people are the people who prioritize how they feel about what you're going through over what you feel about what you're going through. Get those people from around you and get people around you who want to embrace you, who want to help you, who want to have conversations about it and help you come up with ideas to soothe your pain. Like nothing makes the pain go away. This is, it's a lifer. Yeah. It's a lifer. Grief is for life. Nothing makes it go away. But we are here to support you. We are sending you all of the well wishes and the love and the virtual hugs from the Social Proof Podcast. I got another, I got something too I want to, that that just hit my spirit. That uh, like my wife, she be want to go to um, what's it called? What's the one in Florida? Disney World is it mm-hmm. Disney World Land? Yeah. So she likes going there. She wants to take the kids there, but it'd be so hot in the summertime in Florida, and I just don't want to go. go. I never want to go. Mm-hmm. I told her I'm not going back. <laughs>
Seriously. I'm like, yo, I, I, it'd be so hot and sweaty out there. It's just, it's just too much. Um, but I will encourage everybody to do something that you will thank yourself for doing in the future. Like, so all these trips with your family or like Spence, I'm, I'm proud that um, I remember I gave my mom a credit card, an American express card and said, you, you keep that. So if you want to buy some food, use that. Like if you need some stuff from the grocery store, use that. Right. I'm happy that I did that. Or like every, every month we like go to lunch. I'm happy that I did that. So now she's not here. These are some like memories that I can lean into. So I think we all need to go home or like just make some calls. Like I wish I had to call my dad more before he passed. Right. I wish we had this call time every week. Right. That I would be excited to say, whoa, I remember some of the conversations that I had when he was here. So I think it's very, very important that we start thinking not about today. And as entrepreneurs, we just be going. Yeah. Like we build stuff and we forget people. Yeah. We forget people. And like my brother called and I just won't like I missed the call and I'm like, ah, I'm doing something and I won't call him back for a week or two. Mm-hmm. Right. And he called today. I mean, he called the other day. And I remember, yo, this is my brother. Mm-hmm. I want to pick up the phone. I want to be able to say when he calls, I pick up the phone. I want to be able to say, like, I helped him through this process of, like, getting, if anything happens, right? So let's start thinking about that. I know we're, we're building this dream, but let's not forget about the people. Mm. I was watching a Steve Jobs movie, and the relationship, and when I watched the movie at first, I'm like, whoa, this is just a movie. He's just build, busy building his dream. He didn't really have that relationship with his daughter. But now that I have a daughter, I'm like, Right, you're you're a villain. Not, I mean, rest in peace, Steve. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, seeing that that's not. I, I don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. Where I'm working so hard and I'm grinding and building, like everybody else in the world gets me. Yeah. But my family, mm-hmm. everybody gets my time, but my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, let's don't do be something. so busy making money that you forget people. Yeah, I think that's what Dave is trying to say. You guys, Absolutely. we hope this helped you. We hope this helped you. Yes. So get out there, be intentional. A couple of things. Don't forget, go in your phone, make the album of all the photos that you are going to be intentional yep. about printing them out. The second thing that I want you to do is to create a date. What is the date that you're going to print these photos out that go in a photo album? Get your memories and your life and your legacy out of your iCloud and get them printed because it deserves to live beyond you and your password. And the third thing that I want you to do is just pick a memory to create that you're going to create right now before, before the end of the month or the end of the next, in the next 30 days, what major memory can you create with the people that you love? It could be over a game of Scrabble, over a game of Monopoly. You can cook something and have everybody come over. Y'all can do a Zoom if your family is spread out so that when take a picture of the screen so that one day, 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now in that photo album, when you're sitting around the table with your family, your kids are saying, remember this day when we all got on that Zoom call and made this memory? Go make memories that last. There it is. Love you Like, guys. subscribe. We out. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.